Oh, yeah, yeah. So, we had an eventful night yesterday. <laughs> Good God. Waking up to, like, power being out is crazy, bro. We're recording right now. <laughs> yeah. Power. Uh, oh, gosh. I woke up to that. You did, too, probably. Sorry. Yeah, well, I woke up, and I was... I woke up, I got on World of Warcraft, I was running around doing some stuff, and I was really lucky because I got... I, I sold a, an item that I had found. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, I was in the process of selling it, and I completed the transaction. Like, I clicked accept, and then the power went out. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh, bro. So, I was like, okay, well, I knew it went through because I saw it hit my bags and everything. I'm like, okay, so it, it, that happened, but also I had other <laughs> shit I needed to do. You're like, damn. Damn nation. Oh, damn nation. <laughs> Good <It's>, gosh. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's fucking wild. Welcome to the Gaming Podcast, episode 178. I'm your podcast MC Perry. Today, I just have stone. <laughs> yes. We'll talk a little more about our crazy adventure, because like, I think I want to get to the One Piece review first. <laughs> Go for it. We're not familiar where we do things here. We gave me a look at big games. We might be input to the gaming community. Talk that shit along the way, and occasionally walk it back, and just have fun, because it is about to be one of the busiest times. I don't think gaming is going to slow down anytime soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At all. Yeah, we're going to get into, you know, the heavy hitter season. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, the holiday season, Christmas season, that's when your best games come out. It's the competition time, right? For yeah. Game, for big games. Big, big games. January. Uh, we got the... We got Game Awards coming up soon. Yeah, Game right? Awards is next month, man. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't feel like it. Like I said, I'm going to try as much as possible to play as much. I think we can get a podcast in on Saturday. Yeah. 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 yeah we, we can squeeze it in. Yeah. We got that Friday off, too, so it'll be good. Yeah. Be good. yeah so we got that Friday off. I'm actually getting my filler on Wednesday. My tattoo filler. That'd be sweet. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you going, like, what, what exactly are you getting done I'm, there? Is it uh, just like. It's the Mistborn uh, symbols. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So just a bunch of symbols. Yeah, a bunch of like a part 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 of the elementy stuff, like the different metals. That's so cool. That's so cool. yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's a good like wrap up for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then we'll start from this one. <laughs> good gosh, you gonna get a tattoo? I probably should. <laughs> Is it in your? If you gotta find something you would like. Yeah, that's kind of the problem. Is like I don't know, like. I like a lot of stuff, but I don't like it enough to say, I want this on my body forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I think and a lot of people are surprised when I get the God of War tattoo. I'm like, really? I love God of War. Dude, God of War is great. <laughs> yeah. There's a thing, without even like going too far into it, we'll probably get to it like, with this statement, but Greg Miller said that um, after playing God of War Ragnarok, that he uh, that Kratos is the best game... Uh, Game character in gaming history. I <laughs> that's a, that's a honestly honestly though um, <laughs> they so they started Kratos on a journey in God of War 2018. Yeah, that was so raw and emotional and great, and yeah. I loved it. Yeah, um, the clips that I have seen, you know, without getting into spoiler territory, yeah. right? Because I I have been avoiding spoilers too yeah. because yeah. they are out there. So be, be be careful when you go try to look for God of War information because yeah. people have been playing the game. They have physical copies. People have been putting out videos and like boss fights and things like that. Be careful. Uh, that being said, I have watched like some reviews from like reputable people, you know, who won't put spoilers and stuff in their mm-hmm. videos. And from the clips that I have seen, uh, 
Kratos has evolved, and yeah. he is he is still the the you know hardened diamond encrusted yeah. fucking stoic badass, but also a bit more emotionally available as a person and as a father. Yeah, and uh, I'm very excited to see <laughs> yeah this uh, character yeah. develop because honestly, the first trilogy they weren't they, they weren't cool trying, they, they were, were cool but they weren't like yeah. It was just there. It, it was spectacle. It was bloodbath. Daddy was, issues. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was. It, it, it was what every teenager wanted to play at the time, right? Yeah. And it was great for that. It was great for what it was, but it wasn't like a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. And that's what God of War twenty eighteen became. Yeah. And honestly, it just surprised me at every turn because Kratos had no right to be such a compelling character. Yeah, but but you think that's a bold statement saying he's the greatest character of all time I don't I don't you think don't it know. is I don't think I think I think he would be correct I don't think he is wrong but we gotta fit, I, to I, need play. Play, I need to play I need to play myself <laughs> but at first blush I don't think that's that statement would be far off the I mean I don't think like wait Link Mario like you know I started thinking about other characters you know well, yeah but Cloud? Like, char- like characters for characters sake though I, I he might be <laughs> up there Probably. Okay, cool. We just gotta play it. I can see it. I can definitely see it. You know what I mean? Cool, cool, cool. I did go see One Piece film right yesterday. It was awesome as fuck. I enjoyed every second of it. I can't believe that Malco Theater here in town didn't have a plan. <laughs> you told me that they fucking their projector stopped working. Yeah, they 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 really went in there. They said they pressed play and thought the entire time it was playing. Mm-hmm. They they couldn't get the projector going. They didn't know that they actually had the film at all either. Was there sound going or anything? There was no sound. It was just a pitch dark. There's barely anybody in there. there. We were in the big theater too. That's wild. And so we said, you know what? Let's call it an audible. Yeah, we want to go to like across the bridge to go see it. Yeah, no shit. Like you said, might I mean, well. if you're going, you just fucking pack up. Let's go. Right. Like seriously, we just hopped in my car and just left. All four of us. Man, yeah. It was worth it. I enjoyed every second of it. We did get hothead burritos. Yeah. <laughs> okay. well, you got to. You're right there. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, a, that's the thing. <laughs> Jacob thought we were originally going to go there. He's like, man, I was really wanting a hothead burrito. Now, <laughs> like, we, got we, got, now we got it, bro. right? Dude, uh, every time, every time I go to Evansville, I make an excuse to go to hotheads. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, went, I went and took my dad uh, for a transfusion over at Deaconess Hospital. It's yeah. on the exact opposite side of town. Okay. I drove... 30 minutes across town <laughs> just to yeah. go get that fucking burrito and came back. <laughs> I would too. So I spent an hour just doing that shit. Yeah. No, like, it's, it's awesome. Um, no, there's here's the funny story that I didn't get to tell you because we had power issues yesterday. So I was like, I just want to go to bed. I, I need to go to dude, bed. I, I was fucking fed up after last night. Um, yeah. What, what, what was It was a funny story. So we get to, you know, that stop, that light right there. Uh, like when you're turning left to get back into onto the road. Yeah. So Jake is like, well, I don't want to go to that McDonald's because it looked like it's closed. Cool. It, it did look like it was closed because he wanted to. He wanted something sweet. Hmm. He's like, is Chick Fil A open? Oh, cool. God. Huh? Oh, God. <laughs> no, is Chick Fil A open? He said he just wanted something sweet. He turned right like, and Harley was like, no, they're closed. Yeah, all right, cool. So we drive down. So that's two. That's two restaurants right now. We drive down. He's like, "Ooh, Arby's is right there." 
on their dessert sign, it says temporarily out of stock. <laughs> <laughs> All shakes. <laughs> Can't a, get nothing. Yeah, we're in Henderson now. So, yeah. we go down. I was like, uh, Madison said, how about, uh, how about go to McDonald's? And like Jacob said, what are the odds of them being, having their, their ice cream machine being down? Madison, Madison said, go in there. I got to have this happen to you. She said, they're done. I got to have this happen to you. I need you. <laughs> I need you to experience this. Yeah. Go in there. I'm like, yeah. It's like, is your ice cream machine down? He's like, you got shakes? And like, no, we don't. <laughs> the entire car is just dying a lot to your next time. He's like, all right, my saving grace. Because Rallies is right there. Rallies. <laughs> rallies is right there. He's like, can I get a chocolate shake? They said, our ice cream machine's down again. <laughs> Every one of them. Every, Every fucking one of them. He's like, and we're just still dying. He's like, well, can I just get some mozzarella sticks? They're like, yeah, sure. We lay like 25 minutes on, some, like on a six piece of mozzarella sticks. Goddamn. <laughs> that's right. Huh? That sounds right. I'm just like, dude, it's it's okay. You know, there's a Walmart right next to the <laughs> You go in there, surely to God they got some ice cream in there somewhere. <laughs> He's like, I just want something sweet. Yeah. And like, you couldn't get it at all, man. It's okay. That sucks. <laughs> I can't believe it, man. I was, I was just like, what was that, five different spots and you couldn't get one? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, let's get started. He's got a war review. He's at 94 on Metacritic right now. Mm-hmm. 124 re- uh, positive reviews. And that's crazy because the number hasn't changed. It's still staying at 94. Yep. I, you know, honestly, like, now I know 94 is like an excellent score and everything. I'm surprised it's not higher. You don't think so? I mean, well, if you look at it, Elder Ring has a 96 and this one has a 94. Mm-hmm. So, however you want to look at that, which isn't bad per se, because it's a 94. And God of War 2018 was also a 94. Yeah. So, it's insane. But I think the thing is, what I've seen is, like, it's a better sequel than Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. <laughs> That's from, what I'm hearing. From what I've been seeing, it's, <laughs> it's the sequel that we all deserve. You know? The sequel that we all deserve. Yeah. I think and they, I think I saw some people, the big thing was, like, gameplay. They said it just feels like God of War 2018, which isn't a bad thing. Yeah, because God of War 2018's combat was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, which isn't a bad thing, but it's like... I think when it comes to Last of Us, we're saying that, well, the gameplay in 2 is better than the story, mm-hmm. but the story in 1 is better than the gameplay. So, it's, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, from everything I've been seeing, the gameplay, it, it feels very similar, and if you play 2018, you will slot right into it. Um, but it's expanded upon. It's grown. Right? Yeah. Uh, for one thing, Kratos has the, the Blades of Chaos, uh, so he's using those... Already. Already from the get-go. In the 2018, you know, spoilers alert, I guess, for a four-year-old game. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't get the, the Blades of Chaos until much later in the game. Like, the Mid- final act, basically. Was that the final act? I thought it was, like, midway through. Nah, I think it's, like, the back third of the game. Okay, you know, cool. it, it, You spend most of the game without them. Yeah. Because Kratos... Because part of the theme of the story is Kratos is running from his problems, basically. Yeah. Um, so, 
and this one of the themes is like, well, he's accepted that part. He's accepted his past and grown from it. Yeah, so he uses them more. So yeah. he well, he starts out with them. So he uses them and the axe from the get go. Uh, so uh, a lot of the game is built around having the chains of chaos, like the blades of chaos and the chains and everything. Mm-hmm. So the game is much more vertical. Uh, you're able to move around with the blades of chaos more because you, you can use them as like grapple hooks, basically. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, th- there's a focus on uh, grabbing enemies and pulling them to you with them and that sort of thing. Um, from what I've seen of the skill trees and how combat like progression works mm-hmm. um as you use abilities you gain experience with those moves and they level up okay. so like the movement like the the abilities themselves level up and then they unlock better versions of themselves as you use them which is excellent yeah um, I, lo- I love progression systems like that that yeah like, reminds me of five strikers yeah yeah because it, it reinforces like it rewards you for playing the way you want to play mm-hmm. and uh from what I can tell, the game is centered around choice, like the freedom of choice, and that's a big part of the story, and like, we're not going to be bound by these prophecies and these, you know, we're not going to let other people tell us what to do, we're going to live how we want to live. Yeah. And they, the developers are letting players play how they want to play. Yeah. So there's a wide variety of abilities that you can use to customize your character. Yeah. Like I said, there's a lot of, like, a lot of content, like, a lot of side stories that, like, what's which, funny, which I think... Tim Gettys, like, because, like, they got to play it early. It's kind of funny. He said, like, like, yeah, so I think I'm, like, 20 hours in. Like, how much more do I have to do? He's, like, you're, like, oh, you got a long way to go, my guy. Like, you're mm-hmm. you're, you're still in side content. He's, like, damn it. I got to go. I, I got to, like, for review purposes, I got to finish the game. Got to go. You know, it's, it's, like, fuck. So, I think uh, ACG, like, I saw his review, which is funny, is that they started doing the whole premiere thing on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So, like, when the review came out, they just premiered it and everybody watched it at the same time. Oh, cool, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, holy shit, that's cool. Yeah. And then, you know, just, like, instead of just the video being uploaded, but he's like, no, it's definitely a buy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he said, he's yeah, yeah. it's definitely a buy. And I think we said it's Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back combined in one game, <laughs> which is... Uh, <laughs> well, to be, to be fair, they they had kicked around the idea of it being like the, the, the Norse saga as yeah. being a trilogy, uh, but had decided to do it as a duology. Yeah. There's two games, right? Yeah. Um, so I guess in a sense... The second game is kind of the second and third game in the series. Yeah, I think what they said, uh, what I've heard is that like some of the like the last part is like they wish they could have fleshed out, but they had to finish the game. Yeah, because I I think what it is is it's a it's a lot for one game, but it wouldn't have been enough for two games. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think that's kind of where they're going to run into those problems, because I I think what they want to do is they want to get out of Norse mythology. And then pop over into other mythologies. Like, which is totally fine. Which is an excellent idea, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I I would love to see Kratos going and, and kicking the shit out of some people over in Egypt, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, like, what do you do with Atreus? What do you do with the whole Loki thing? We'll find out in a few yeah, weeks. We're going we're to find out next week. <laughs> we're going to find out Wednesday, we're gonna, Wednesday bitch. Like, I, I am off on Wednesday. Like, I can't wait. He's like, Stone's like, I'll be here. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I've got I've got raid. I got to work Thursday, and then I got raid that night. But after raid, I'm gonna start my God of Wars. Actually, I'll probably start Wednesday night if I can. But I will see how it goes. Probably Wednesday. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, I should have my phone. Do everything I want to do. 
Um, but no, it is looking great. I wasn't expecting anything less than tens. I think the only nine I saw was from GameSpot. But that's just GameSpot. They like to be different. Mm-hmm. They, I think they even gave the first one a nine. They're built different. They're built different. <laughs> yeah, they really are. But I think they even gave the Elden Ring a nine or something like that. Nothing's a ten. Nothing impresses us. But just funny because like... Then I, and like I think it comes down to that game of the year talk and what like we I've seen it's like well do you want open world or do you want story and that's it that's what it's gonna come down to at the end of the day <laughs> yeah because <laughs> uh, that's the thing is like so God of War twenty eighteen is classified technically as open world yeah but it's open world in the same way that the original Dark Souls were linear yeah. games like i guess because technically they're everybody's like oh well elden ring's the first open world dark souls game and i'm like well technically every fucking dark souls game is open world you just go to these other levels there's like a main yeah, level, yeah, like hub yeah. area you yeah. just go to these other like areas of the world you yeah go wherever you fucking want to yeah <laughs> yeah 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 it's gonna be interesting for me because i do plan on playing both of them maybe back to back not just for game of the year purposes just to play them because it have more time to play them yeah, you well, so you, you still have your game save from twenty eighteen God of War, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you could do New Game Plus with it, huh? You could do New Game Plus with God of War twenty eighteen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, you you just you know, New Game Plus that bitch. Oh yeah. Play through it again and then go straight into God of War Ragnarok. Oh, I don't need to do that. <laughs> like I, I I'm pr- pretty familiar with that story. <laughs> I watch the documentary every year, so it's like a. Mm-hmm. Raising Kratos. Raising Kratos is one of my favorite. It just gives me inspiration every time. I think we said, I don't think we talked about it in the podcast because we talked about why the game got delayed. It was because of Chris, Christopher Judge. He had his injury. Mm. So it was like, they said they would wait. Yeah. They would they, wait. They got to wait on that guy. Oh, <laughs> they said man. we would wait. Dude, I, like, I, <laughs> I hate that the original uh, Kratos actor, I can't remember what his name is. Okay. I hate that he got replaced. Uh, because I, you know, he always did an excellent job doing God of War, but goddamn Christopher Judge. <laughs> yeah, what's funny is that, like, I've had, like, shout to recently Bias Radio, I keep shouting out a lot of people here, like, when he said, when he first came on this podcast, back in, like, when it first started, he says, like, you can't tell me when you close your eyes and you hear Kratos' voices that he's not black. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah seriously. Mm-hmm. And, like, and, like, that kind of just stuck with me, like, oh, Christopher Judge, that did get actual, I, I didn't, I didn't realize, because I didn't really... Play all the God of Wars, did I? Mm-hmm. I've seen, I uh, played a bunch of three, two, and I saw all of one. Mm-hmm. It's all cool. It's all cool stuff. But I'm just excited for it. Like, I think we're all excited. Just high expectations for this game. And I think it's just going to be interesting at the end of this year because I don't know who's going to be playing Sonic the day before, but I do know, I do have a lot of friends that are excited for Sonic. So the uh, so the original voice actor for um, Kratos is black. His name is Terrence uh, Carson. Cool, way. cool, cool. I, I wasn't for sure. It makes sense. They sound awesome. Like I love voice actors. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I did beat Bayonetta three. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like you How beat that. The, everyone's like you beat that so fucking fast. Yeah, it was only three days. Yeah, like I'm planning on having God of War Ragnarok beat this. The weekend it comes out. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm going to have it beat that weekend. Probably all the side content, too. <laughs> He's like, look, Perry. <laughs> look, Perry, it's like 50 hours for, like, total completion. That's fine. We can do that. Yeah. 
three hours. <laughs> like I said, like, I was like, three days? Like, did you do everything? I'm like, no, because of what Bayonetta is. Like, it tells you all the things that you need to do. Mm-hmm. But all this stuff sh- shows up after you beat the level. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to explore everything. Mm-hmm. It was just going to show me at the end. Yeah. Great game. Amazing. Mm-hmm. He's going to win some awards this year. Think so? Some either action adventure or something. It it's got to win some. It was a the moment to moment that game was awesome. Mm. Uh, it's it's I don't know which Nintendo's game is going to be up for game of the year. It might be this or Mario Rabbits, but one of them is going to be up there because Bayonetta was just a fun game. I'm I'm sure. I, I feel like Rabbits is going to be up there because it's it's just one of those like sleeper hits. You know? Yeah, what I mean? it's, like, it's a tactics game. <laughs> like, like it, it's wild. Like how good that that game has way better than it has any right to be. Yeah, I have it. I just get, <laughs> I'm just ready to play it. You know, like one of those like, well, it's a tactic game. Well, do I really want to play this or do I want to play another JRPG? That kind of thing. Like when you get into those realms or tactics mm-hmm. and stuff. But no, I enjoyed the entire time. That final sequence, I went to bed like at two thirty because I didn't realize how fucking long it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But it was awesome, like, the entire way through, like, action sequences and the side battles. I think I clocked it in, like, 20 hours, which is no decent for, like, a Devil May Cry type game, so. Yeah. But there is going to be another one, but the way that they're going to go with it, I won't spoil it, so. <laughs> Fair enough. Like I said, I took pictures, it's on my Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Marvel Snap. That's a... Getting good reviews, but Stone's not gonna play it. Ah, I'm interested. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't be bothered to play fucking Mad, uh, like Magic Arena. You know. I know you said that. Like I just do not care about digital card games. Like, but it's minimalism, though, Stone. I mean, that that's cool. <laughs> I just cannot fucking be bothered, Perry. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. He's like, I'm not fucking doing it. He's like, it's not in the cards. It's not in the cards. <laughs> It's like it's specifically out of the cards. <laughs> out of the cards. He's like, I don't care. But it's getting good reviews, though. It's getting an 8 out of 10 on IGN. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, if you like Hearthstone, if you like Magic Arena, you know, check out Mar- you know Marvel Snap. Yeah. You know, it's probably also a fun card game. I, I don't have any intention of playing it. Uh, I'm sure it's great. <laughs> I gotta download it, so I haven't played it. <laughs> There's just some things you can't do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We, we check on on Jeremy. Maybe he's playing it. You know, he's a mobile game guy. Yeah, right? He's definitely a he's a real big mobile game guy. All right, let's start with the Final Fantasy 16 because this is a big story. Um, it's, it's about ninety five percent finished. Hey, that's nice. And release date should be coming soon. But let's talk about Yoshi's peas on the lack of diversity. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. Well, I mean... I... I, I <laughs> like a lack of diversity in, like, in Final Fantasy games? Not even just in Final Fantasy games. Just this, per se, statement makes no sense to me. Okay. Well, what's the statement? Uh, Pretty much it says... Make sure I don't want to misquote, because Yoshi P is a cool guy. But this, uh, make sure I got it. Oh, this is a long paragraph. Gotcha. Sorry that if we're going quiet, just try to pull up the right section of it. 
in regards to diversity, IGN asked them, uh, in regards to diversity in the game, can we expect to see black characters in Final Fantasy 16 or people of color, non-white characters in general? To clarify a bit more, there's been discussion around the trailers to date featuring mostly white characters and wanted to get clarity on whether we can expect the final game to be more diverse. Yoshi P, the producer, came out and said this is a difficult question, but not one that was unexpected. Seen as diversity in entertainment media has become a much-discussed topic as of late, the answer I have, however, may end up being disappointing to some depending on individual expectations. Our design concept from the earliest stages of development has always heavily featured medieval Europe, incorporating historical, cultural, political, and anthropological standards that were pre prevalent at the time. When deciding on the setting that was best suited to the story we wanted to tell, the story of a land beset by the blight, we felt that rather than create something on a global scale, it was necessary to limit the scope to a sing single landmass, one ge geographically and culturally isolated from the rest of the world in an age without airplanes, television, or, or telephones. Well, <laughs> okay, so... I get, I get where he's going, where he's coming from there. If he's saying that, like, in this fantasy world that we created, this one particular area that we're focused on is is like geographically secluded, so therefore doesn't have variety in you know demographics, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I I get what he's saying, but also. <laughs> No, it's, it's fantasy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like whatever you want it to be. <laughs> that's what I'm just like. I think that's been the thing. Like about this is just like you're gonna give that statement, but this is the like the name of your game is literally called Final Fantasy. It's called Fantasy. <laughs> it can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah, shit. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead and get you some water. I, uh, it's uh, this is just an uh, interesting topic. It's like I wasn't expecting that, or of course, do I want to play Final Fantasy 16? Still, yes. But, like, seeing answers like this is, like, it's not, like, night and day, but just, like, we're not going to include them because, like, this land-based, it's, um, how can I say it without sounding, you can include diversion if you want diversion. Given, I think, a uh, prime example is, like, The Witcher is basically has nothing but white witchers because based off it's in Poland it's ice it's cold so you're not going to actually have that texture of like black um, witchers however if someone was to make a story within the witcher that has that it's cool because it's like it's a fantasy world and you can bend those kind of type of roles and as a writer itself is like well if you just want to write about people you just write about people you don't have to necessarily have to say that you don't include them because you because of based off the geographics of this. Eh, you're just giving an excuse not to be more inclusive at times. I don't think Yoshi P is a bad person. I don't think that at all. I think it was just that well we wanted to, but based off our preference of the story. It's 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 just it's disappointing that I'm giving you that answer. And he says that into this, due to the underlying geographical, technological, and geo 
political constraints of the setting, Ballista was never going to realistically be as diverse as a, say, modern-day Earth or even Final Fantasy XIV that has an entire planet and moon worth of nations, races, and cultures at its disposal. The isolated nature of its realm, however, does end up playing a large part in the story and is one of the reasons Resident Fate is tied to the rest of the world. Ultimately, we felt... Ultimately felt that while incorporating ethnic diversity into Valhazel was important and over incorporation into this this single corner of a much larger world could end up causing a violation of those narrative boundaries we originally set for ourselves. The story we are telling is fantasy, yes, but it's also rooted in reality. So based off that is that he's saying that it is based in fantasy, but it's also rooted in reality. And we just kind of get into that realm of when, uh, knowing which is okay when it comes to this type of writing. Because, yes, it's fantasy, but you want it to be as realistic as possible. It can't be bad. Like, I have trust in Yoshi P. He's made Final Fantasy XIV from the ground up, uh, a better game from the ground up. We have a lot of faith. It was just, like, an interesting topic. You know, like, he's saying that, like, yes, this is... He said, Stone, this is based on fantasy, but we want to make our world realistic. So I'm like, okay. I mean, sure. Sure. You can make it realistic. realistic. Yeah. But realistically speaking, there were people... Uh, of color during that. There were people of color that existed at that time, too. Yeah. And they were also in medieval England <laughs> at that time and other places, too, other yeah. than Africa. Yeah. So, you know, sure, there weren't, like, hundreds of thousands of, yeah. you know, African-American people or African people running around mm-hmm. in England, but I'm sure there were at least ten. <laughs> yeah, so just to say that that's a thing, and it's just like, well, I don't think Yoshifi's a bad person or anything like that. It's just, like, your, your, your conclusion how you arrived there was weird. <laughs> because it's like, because he made Final Fantasy XIV that's filled with cult- cultures and all mm-hmm. this, so you would think 16 would have that same kind of vibe? Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, like, there... So, Japan is famously, like, a very, like... It was a very segregated, like, country area of the world, right? hmm Like, very famously, they were still using, you know, swords and bows and arrows and stuff whenever, the, basically, the first, like... World War was happening, more or less, mm-hmm. or before then, I guess, uh, right around like the, the late 1800s, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever they finally stopped being isolationists and started welcoming in like world trade and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It's when they started getting guns and things, okay? Mm-hmm. During that isolationist period, there were black samurai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's a thing that happened. It's very well documented. You can fucking find that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, uh, in, in a country that is famously isolationist, there still somehow managed to be some black motherfuckers running yeah. around with a damn sword. <laughs> yeah. So, it's just like, uh, and it's not even just black. It's just like, I think it's just like, people of color just in general would say well, that, well yeah, that's what, just, yeah that's what I'm saying I'm like you know the most extreme example there yeah, right yeah yeah it's just it's, wild yeah 
Some you should <laughs> like yeah. It's like okay, well, not every character needs to be person of color or some you know, but there needs to be diversity. I yeah, think, and diversity matters, right? And, and to conclude, if you made it this far in the podcast, he says, in the end, we simply want the focus to be less on the outward appearance of our characters and more on who they are as people. People who are complex and diverse in their natures, backgrounds, beliefs, personalities, and motivations. People whose stories we can resonate with. There is a diversity in Vasta. Uh, Balasthea. Yeah, that's how you say it. Diversity that, while not all encompassing, encompassing, sorry. Encompassing. It, encompassing, that's all I said, right? Yeah. Is synergistic with the setting we've created and is true to the inspirations from which we are drawing. Cool. Well, I'm glad you have, you know, complex <laughs> and, you know, well-rounded characters. Part of the characters, their outward appearance. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, we don't want to look at this color of the skin. Well, I, it wouldn't be an issue if we saw other colors. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just don't think... It, I don't... I don't I, I think that they're focused on the wrong thing. And, I mean, I, I think that the topic of, um, you know, diversity, racial inclusion, and, and things like that is further along in the U.S. than in other parts of the world, too. Um, so, I think that maybe in Japan, it's just not a priority for them because it's just not a, a conversation that comes up often, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but over here, across the pond, it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, yo, so... I think they'll see it going for it. Am I, am I going to play 16 still? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't realize it was this, this was going to be a thing. Yeah, and I mean, to be fair, like other Final Fantasy games have, you know, been somewhat diverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven, Barrett, mm-hmm. is for say. Waka. <laughs> Waka. Waka. Yeah. 14, I mean, 12. No. Frey. Yeah, Frey would be that. Mm-hmm. Fran, sorry. Then 13. I mean, say, Seth, Zo? I didn't play 13. So. Saz? Mm-hmm. You didn't play 13? Nah, I didn't play 13. Saz is cool. I played 7, 9, 10, Vivi. 12, <laughs> and then 14 and 15. And 7. <laughs> again. And 7 again. <laughs> <laughs> and 7 again. <laughs> so funny. Um, EA Marvel deal. Did you see this? Three-year deal? I mean, well, yeah, three-game deal? Well, I, I thought that they had some sort of... Oh, no, no, no. Um, Marvel had partnered with Square for a few games. Yeah. So now they're partnering with EA. Yeah. Which sounds awful. They're trying to make <laughs> an Iron Man game. Well, I mean, yeah, but fuck EA. This and that's based off the success of Star Wars. I'm like, well, I think Stone, you're on record saying that you didn't really care for that game. It was, <laughs> it was okay. It, it was It was mid. It's very mid. Very mid. <laughs> it's very mid. It was it was fine, but nothing to write home about. <laughs> Not right, right home about. Yeah. yeah, it was just it was it was a thing that existed, and I played it. That game doesn't get good until you get all your force powers, anyways. Yeah, I mean, honestly, and I, you know, I don't really enjoy like pure Metroidvania progression, where like you have to go like go here and get this stupid power to go back to this other place to get this other stupid power and come over here to get this stupid power. You know? Kind of like what Horizon did. <laughs> I, I do enjoy counter combat though so that kind of balanced it out a bit for me. 
because uh, that, that's that's how uh, the Last Jedi work, not Last Jedi, um, Fallen Order works. Is yeah, <laughs> he, he, the he's he's all about countering his opponents and then striking. Yeah, counter striking. So yeah, I do enjoy that. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. But they might. So the fact that they might be making an Iron Man game, that's gonna be that should be interesting. Now to be fair, I probably will play Fallen Order too because you know Star Wars. Right? I like Star Wars. That comes out in twenty twenty three supposedly. I think everything's coming out next year, though. I mean, let's see. Embracer Group shuts down Square Enix Montreal. Yeah, that's kind of wild to me. I mean, they bought it and they got some good IPs with it because they got like uh, they got Tomb Raider with it when mm-hmm. they bought uh, Montreal. I think what it is is just make sure. Oh, uh, and, um, not Cyberpunk, the other Cyberpunk game. Um, uh, Deus Ex. Huh? Deus Ex? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. I didn't put it on here. No, I didn't didn't see anything specific about Deus Ex, but, uh, Deus Ex was owned by, uh, um, Adios Montreal. Yeah. So, apparently, uh, his closure is said to be driven by Embracer's decision to pivot away from mobile titles, exclusively towards PC and consoles, as well as a larger cost-cutting initiative within the company. So, damn. Well, that's kind of what I don't get. So, like, they they say that this... Uh, so, they rebranded iOS Montreal as Studio Onama, Right. And then, like, a couple weeks later, now we're seeing, oh, well, they're closing the studio. And they're saying, well, the studio was mainly focused on mobile games. And I'm like, but that is the studio that did all the Tomb Raider games. Yeah. And they did all the Deus Ex games. Yeah. And, I mean, sure, they haven't pumped anything out in recent, like, recently, I guess, other than, I think maybe the last Tomb Raider game was probably the most yeah. recent game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they did. Like, 2018. But I'm like, what have they been doing as far as mobile games? Like, I didn't even realize that was a thing. Yeah, true. I don't know. Uh, uh, Obviously, I'm not privy to their business decisions, and I can't see all the the full picture here, but it it just seems like a very odd thing to me. It it, it really seems like they went in there and bought this studio uh, for the IP and then closed it down. Mm Mm-hmm. It was required. Yeah, they did buy it and then just just said, so they closed it down. It was acquired by Richard Owensucker, so they know it's... Oh, let's see. Which it's purchased part of three hundred million. So they paid three hundred million for that part, the Montreal, mm-hmm. and then they rebranded it. Yeah, they they paid three hundred million for the for uh, Square Enix's studio uh, in Ideos Montreal. Rebranded it. Rebranded it as Studio Onama, and then closed it down. <laughs> yeah, damn. Citing that they wanted to get away from mobile focused development and I'm like but but they were they they did these other things <laughs> yeah but you could just have closed down that section of mobile games that they had right I don't know I'm not privy to the industry like that like you said oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Square Enix NFT game though this is a weird oh my god did you see this one? No, I didn't see. I, 
Yeah, like, bro, they everyone thought this was like a Parasite Eve revival, but it's actually an NFT uh, collectible art project called Symbiogenesis Untangle. <laughs> the story, 2023. All right. Uh, so, shout out to uh, Ethan Gotch, uh, the author of the Kotaka article that we're looking at. Yeah, here. shout out to him. Uh, because... <laughs> This motherfucker's got some hot takes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the first fucking sentence of this article being, While several big gaming companies have flirted with the idea of non-fungible tokens, none have embraced the crypto scam with as much blind confidence as Square Enix. Mm. Fucking yes. Yeah, <laughs> this I, guy gets it. <laughs> I, 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 think it's, I think it's wild. That they even suggested doing this. Yeah, and and that was kind of the thing is like, oh, they were the it, the way it was talked about. It seemed like it was some sort of uh, tie-in to Parasite Eve, and I'm like, oh shit, that I've was like never a, got to play that game growing up. Man. I I never did either, but I've, I've you know heard a lot about it. And I'm like, oh, that'd be like really fucking cool if it was like some sort of like remake or some spiritual successor to it. I remember seeing the commercial for that game. It it was mm-hmm. dope, man. But this is what they're doing instead. Yeah, an NFT collectible art project, Symbiogenesis, <laughs> yes, untangled the story the in spring 2023. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to play it, Stone? Fuck all the way off. Go go fuck all the way off so hard that you come back around and then fuck off some more. How about that? The art can be used for social media profile pictures, PFP. Yeah, as a character. when I right click and save the stupid photo, whatever. <laughs> and as a character in a story that takes place in an alternate world where the player can untangle a mystery by completing missions that revolve around questions of the money, monopolization and <laughs> distribution of resources. You gonna, can't yeah, we're going to redistribute the resources of your money into my wallet. <laughs> I like how he, the, the next sentence after he's like, he says, you can't make this up. <laughs> you, can't. You, just can't, you can't make this shit up, man. You just cannot do it. <laughs> Life is strange. Oh my God. Everyone, I thought it was a parasite you thing, though, for real, though. that That's wild. And I can't get into the conversation about NFTs, really, because it's just, I don't like them. I don't like them. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> I can't can't be a part of it. Fuck them. All right, this next one, the Witcher change. How do you feel? <laughs> I mean, I don't understand why they're changing. They 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 have to know. They have to know. If you change actors like this, people are gonna bitch. Henry you Cavill, have to know. Henry Cavill is no longer is after season three. He uh, Liam Hensworth is gonna be playing Geralt. Arabia on the Witcher show. Just fucking cancel the show then. Well, I mean, if you're gonna do Witcher, do some other Witcher then, and don't recast Geralt, because you know people are gonna bitch about it. Already in this in this day and age, like where everybody is like tied into the the first part, the first person we saw is we got fucking Hugh Jackman coming back as Wolverine. Yeah, motherfuckers like sixty now. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Yeah, like seriously, like if there was ever a time to recast Wolverine, it would be now. Whenever they're reintroducing the X Men into the fucking Marvel, you know, universe. But it's like nah, we. They're like, no, we're getting fucking Hugh Jackman back. 
Okay. <laughs> like he's actually fifty four. <laughs> well, I mean, still, still, uh, you it's know, like, good God. Listen, <laughs> shit, listen. Shit, shit. essentially, he's almost the same. He's almost I'm there. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's not gonna happen. If it does happen. Nobody's gonna fucking watch the show, and it's gonna get canceled after the fourth season anyway. Not because Liam Hensworth is a bad actor. If he had started as Witcher, as, as Geralt, everybody probably would have been fine with it. Oh, he did a great it. job, or whatever. You know, sure, uh, it's great. And then, it, it, even if he does the best job in the world of fucking season four, everybody's still gonna bitch. Well, that's the thing, though. I think uh, number two, she tried to post something on Facebook. I don't know if you saw it. It's like, well, all these other shows replaced their character, and those shows still did well. I'm like, one, why are you defending? Why are you defending studios right now? Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't defend Netflix. Fuck them. <laughs> why are you defending studios right now? And the reason why he left is point blank is that they don't, like, there's a lot of things saying that they just didn't like the show. Like, they just, showrunners really didn't care about the source material at all. Mm-hmm. So if I was yeah. Henry, I'd be like, look. <laughs> uh, by all accounts, Henry Cavill is the leading, like, subject matter expert as far as Witcher is concerned on set. Yeah. Like, the writers don't give a shit, apparently. Yeah, so... So, like, he is in there making corrections and, like, fixing the show for them and making it worth, you know, yeah, while so, and everything. So as far like, as I've seen... Yeah. <clears throat> so, so it's, like, it's... <laughs> I'm not... I, see, that's that's the big thing for me. It's like, well, it'll be one thing if they're just replacing the actor, but they're also replacing, basically, their on-site expert, too. Um, I just don't have a lot of hope for the show if this actually does happen. And honestly, I don't know why it would happen other than maybe scheduling conflicts because apparently Henry Cavill is now Superman now and forever or whatever. Again. Again. <laughs> Again. Uh, Anya Chalotra, uh, she was, she does, uh, I didn't realize she's only 26. Holy shit. She does Jennifer. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people, there's tweets going around. It's like, oh, this is just Yen's show now. This is Jennifer show now. Fuck the boys. It's the Jennifer <laughs> show now. Yeah, like seriously though, I love Yen, but seriously though, like I just like I being a big fan. I'm just like, all right, I'll like a lot of people are checking out. A lot of people have already said that like your big bunch of friends. Like, look, I gotta go. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch season three when it comes out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, in the summer. And honestly, we'll see how the conversation goes. If already bitches hard enough, you know what? Everybody bullied Sonic, Sonic yeah. into changing Sonic and releasing a year later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so who knows, right? <laughs> if already bitches hard enough, they'll just get Henry Cavill back, and it'll come out in like two years instead of a year. And that's the thing. They're like, "What do you do with Hensworth?" I'm like, "Well, you signed him for. He can be a Witcher, just not Geralt." <laughs> Right, that's the, I'm like, it could have been literally any other Witcher. Yeah. It would have been fine. <laughs> Nobody would have cared. Like, because that's the thing. You guys have been talking like, well, the Witcher world is so big that it could be different stories. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Like, the the Witcher world is fucking huge. It doesn't need to fucking have its camera shoved up Geralt's ass all the time. Yeah. Like, I get it. He's cool. Fucking, there's other cool dudes too. Oh my gosh, it's so weird. This one though. <sighs> As we're getting on, the stone has what wow and shit to do. 
Uh, Sony loses two million subscribers upon its new tier, newer tier list, newer tiers. Yeah, that kind of surprises me that there'd be so many people that would just like stop with uh, the PlayStation Network subscriptions. <clears throat> I would I would assume that you would just like keep on at the lowest tier if you just like didn't want to interact with the higher tier stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they, some people just look at it as a, as a paywall. I, I like I can't speak for the normal day to day can a gamer though. Mm-hmm. Maybe hmm. though its numbers drop. Well, I mean, I mean, because that's the thing is like the lowest, like the lowest tier of um, PlayStation Plus subscription is unchanged. Yeah, it's the same price, and it's got the same benefits. There's well, just higher tiers that have access to other shit. Well, I think what they did was they automatically put you in the second tier because you've already been a member. Mm-hmm. I think they do that automatically if you're already there and they probably don't want to be that tier at all so they just cancel it I just could be speaking out the ass right now but yeah and I mean honestly it could be something to do with like maybe people are jumping ship over to like Xbox like Game Pass and stuff and they're not doing well like multiplayer on PlayStation or something so well Game Pass is the superior of the two it is <laughs> Uh, I'm not even going to front. It, it's better than whatever PlayStation's got going on. <laughs> whatever. PlayStation has much better games. <laughs> PlayStation has much better... Hey, I still got to play Plague Tale, but I just haven't played it. Yeah. Uh, the, the, <clears throat> the highs on PlayStation are much higher. Yeah, the highs. The lows, though, on Xbox are very low. <laughs> yeah. Very low. But this PlayStation uh, VR 2 price, I ain't paying $550 for it, bro. I mean, it would be cool and all. I just don't think I have a place for it, really. You won't. Well, I mean, I don't know. We could probably do it in the living room, honestly. Probably won't be too bad. Mm, really? Maybe. I don't know. I ain't paying $550 for it, though. It's a whole other fucking console, man. It's more you know, than PlayStation VR 2, you know? it. Uh, apparently, it's coming out in February of 20... Uh, February 22nd, uh, 2023. That's a big day in gaming, by the way. February 22nd? Yeah. Yeah. That that is the uh, we released after hol- uh, holiday holiday. Yeah, that's Valentine. It's Valentine's Day. Yeah, Valentine's week. Make sure if you're if you're in a uh, your significant other gives you a, a video game of choice. I just got to look at that list. Yeah, so it the the PSVR two is going to be uh, at five hundred fifty dollars US, six hundred euros. Six hundred euros. Ugh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, like, no, February in general is just wild. Yeah, because it's Hogwarts, that's Dead Island 2. We should play, you know, uh, maybe January or so, we should play through Dead Island. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, So, 550, I think they announced like 11 games with the two. Yeah, and it, so it, the original PSVR was $400. Oh, I know. I paid for that. I, I paid for that nonsense. Yeah? Wasn't my, good? No. My uh, mom's boyfriend only used it like once or twice. And that was it. While bitching about how much he wanted one. I just hate that so much. Mm-hmm. As just as a person, like, you said you wanted it. I'm like, well, you never use it. I'm also of that same vein of someone that said that they would play the last of us part two, but never play the first one. 
Why? Why do you want to play the second one? The first one's much better, ain't it? <laughs> like, let's not do the fear of missing out thing, guys. Just play the games. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else do we have here going on? Surprised they have such a low resolution on the panels and like displays. Is it? So the the panel resolution is uh, two thousand by twenty forty pixels for each eye, and I'm like, why don't they have like eight K panels in there? They're only like fucking two three inch screens. That and you're looking from this view, not from a TV view. Yeah. See. Well. See. So that's the thing. It's like an interesting part of like how resolutions work um so like in a living room setting honestly you don't even need 4k like the to notice the pixels on 4k you need to be closer than like five feet to your tv okay um for like a for like a 60 inch tv okay for 8k okay which is kind of like the new absurd standard and like 8K panel, like TVs, like 70 inch panels are like $30,000 right now. They're outrageous. How much is it? How much? For, for, a, for an 8K resolution TV, like 70 inch is like $30,000 because they're basically in prototype land right now. I thought you said that much. Yeah. No, I, I did. I did. <laughs> no, I thought you said 30000 yeah, uh, those bleeding edge technology panels usually end up around that price whenever they're first like, quote, commercially available. Yeah, they're not really commercially, but they're commercially available to people who are crazy. Yeah, I can't, uh, <laughs> I'm not paying thirty k for none of that. What kind of sense does that make? Yeah, but see, so it it doesn't make any sense for a living room TV because the panels aren't. You're not going to have a big enough TV to be able to see the pixel anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's only going to, the 8K technology is only going to matter for projectors and for um, like VR setups where you're going to be extremely close to the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, wow. Well, I mean, I guess it's coming out now and 8K is still a few years out from actually being viable. But I was like, oh, I'm surprised they're at least not like 4K or something, you know? Mm-hmm. But there's no 4K, it's just 2K? Well, it's 2400p, so that's a little... That's like... That's pretty close to 4K. Is that right at 4K? Yeah, it's, not, it's 4K. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, so it's... Tw- yeah, because it's 20... It, it's... Um, 2160, I think, is 4K. Because it's... 1080p is 2K, right? Okay. 3K is 1440p, and then 4K is double of 1080p so it's 2160p that's for you jacob and another one of my friends just need to get together and just talk about tvs <laughs> it's a whole thing <laughs> it really is whole thing because my like i said my friend he upgrades his tv every two years and i don't know yeah. why yeah no that makes sense it's like <laughs> oh, okay so they're 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 4k displays on on for the vr Headset. Well, no okay. wonder it costs five hundred fifty dollars. I can understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, honestly, that would actually be very worth it in a in a VR environment because your eyes are going to be so close to the screen. Yeah, that having that higher resolution is going to be great. Yeah, and, and a big upgrade. Yeah, I was this was sitting there thinking like, wouldn't that be better? But I was thinking mm-hmm. like it'd be easier. 
to get 8K in a VR headset. That's why I said that. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, whenever... I guess, because probably in the next, like, five years, you'll start to see, like, 8K displays or whatever. And then a couple of years after that, we'll probably be talking about a PSVR 3, and that'll have 8K displays in it, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, it's... That's, like, 10 years out. 10 years out? Yeah, I saw a thing where, where the, the Russo brothers said that they're not going to come back to Marvel movies until 2030. I'm like, okay, you guys have that high hopes for this mm-hmm. franchise that's going to go to 2030? Got you. Uh, it's here to stay, man. It's here to stay. Um, back to Steam. No, no, no. Like, uh, let's do this fan favorite servers. I didn't realize that people really, really like Stadia. I think the people who liked Stadia really liked Stadia. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were few and far between, but they really liked it. Yeah, we know someone that really likes Stadia. Yeah. He was wrong. <laughs> but he really liked Stadia. Nah, that's not, fine. I'm just kidding. You're uh, not kidding with that statement, because like. Well, I mean, I don't really see the draw of Stadia myself. I understand what it was, but also you can do better. <laughs> yeah, you can do better. Like I said, I, I, was, I remember when Stadia came out, I was kind of hyped for it because like this looks like it might be change it, gaming. The concept of it seems right, and it does seem like it's the future of gaming. But Stadia came out, and it was. What five years too early? Yeah, five years too early. Because how how long have the how long has Stadia been out now? Like four years. Twenty twenty. It's only been out since twenty twenty. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, twenty twenty. No, I thought it came out a year. Like when did the Xbox and PS Five come out? Twenty twenty. Yeah, Stadia came out the year before. It came out twenty nineteen. Yeah, came out the year before. Really? Yeah. Because remember we were talking about how it was pushed, and it came out it came out too soon because they were trying to get out ahead of the new console. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, and and when they did that, they released something half baked. <clears throat> so yeah, it, I, it's been out for about three years, and Xbox uh, Game Pass has been doing XCloud for like what, like six months, and it's still in beta. Is it still in beta? I thought it was still in beta. When did Game Pass come out? They, they, good thing we got that. <laughs> uh, That's what I'm looking at right now. June first, twenty seventeen. Yeah. It's 2022. Yeah. <laughs> so the, uh, yeah, so the X Cloud. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Which is the, the cloud streaming portion of it is currently still in beta. So they're still working on it. It's not yeah. perfect yet. Yeah, they came out in 2020. Yeah. And oh, I guarantee it won't be, like, it'll probably still be in beta through next year. You're right. So this came out in November 2019, Stadia. Yeah, see? So, there you go. I just don't remember it. I, I just, know my shit, Barry. <laughs> I just want to make sure we got dates right. Cause it just, I ain't walking shit back this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> There's nothing to walk back really. But no, I didn't play Stadia. I mean, I used it for Morphix Rising because that was the only spot that I used it. But Morphix Rising is a good game. You don't have to. And Ubisoft games, please just come back to uh, Steam. It makes more sense that you're on Steam and at the Epic Game Store. I don't want to have to use the Epic Game Store if I don't have to. That's just me. I know you don't care about Ubisoft games, but I'm like, ooh, Division 2. Play on Steam. Stone's like, I don't play these games. <laughs> I like the Division 2, though. Well, I do. <clears throat> I like that. There are less launchers in the world because <laughs> uh, we just need 
every every studio doesn't need to have its own launcher you know yeah man uh so like if if we could get rid of origin then i think we'd be doing all right (laughs) (laughs) get rid of ea's origin yeah get rid of get rid of origin and we finally got rid of fucking ubisoft access or whatever the fuck that's just, not gonna happen. We just need we just need Steam and like <laughs> like one other maybe you know like good right. old games you know we got yeah. we got GOG we're good. Mm, do we have them? <laughs> maybe They're, they there they they exist they they there they there they they do their thing. To to be fair, um, GOG does DRM free games, mm-hmm. which is excellent. Means that. You don't have to log into Steam, or rather GOG, rather to play your games. You can just buy the games through GOG and then just play them whenever you want to. Oh, okay. And you don't have to actually launch another program to launch the game. Okay. Yeah, because I don't know if you've ran into that issue with Steam or not, where if you can't get into Steam for some fucking reason, guess what? You can't play your games. I'm not. I remember my password. That is a that is a thing that can happen though. It can. If you cannot get into Steam, guess what? You fucked. You fucked. But I remember my password. <laughs> there you go. Because I don't know why. I just do. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's go to the Last of Us section. Uh, Destiny players are still playing on the PS4 version, which is funny. There's no no real difference. You're not gonna lose any save data or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, tabletop Last of Us game coming out. I'm gonna pick this up. I mean, that sounds cool. Yeah, I'm here for a tabletop. I play it. Mm, I guess I'm gonna ask that question to you. This is a, this is for the Kickstarter begins on November eighth. Okay, I might get that. I've just been kickstarting a lot of stuff, backing a lot of stuff here lately. Good. It's good for you. Yeah, there's like a. One of the best self self published indie books, like in fantasy, like they're doing a special Kickstarter for like hardcover. I'm like, do I want to do that? Yeah, probably so. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Kickstarter and it's well known. I'm not sure. I haven't actually read it though. Um, that's the question that they asked something kind of funny, and I'm I'm like I'm not trying to just I just watch some of their stuff. I like watch the Game Daily Show. Question to you, Stone. Mm-hmm. I, you haven't played it yet, but keep it in the back of your head. You don't have to answer it now. Ha, will Naughty Dog will, will Naughty Dog be dethroned by Saint Monica? Saint Monica after you play God of War two? Yes. And as in part of a story yes. and narrative, he's like, yeah, yes. <laughs> not even, not even a question. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Finn, yeah. Hmm. No, like not even. Just, just yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I, I like like. Okay, look, the last was the first one. Phenomenal game. <laughs> yeah. Great story. Gameplay is a little. Meh. <laughs> it's 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 meh. <laughs> but you know. It's, it's a fantastic story, and that's what we love to see, right? And that's what that's what Sony's first-party studios excel at is story-based, story, yeah. character-driven games, right? Uh, God of War twenty eighteen is also that, <laughs> but different, better, <laughs> it's, but better. It's it's built different. <laughs> it's built different. And I mean, with Ragnarok coming out, I mean, 
It's going to knock it out of the park from what I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you're here for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited. I can't wait till Wednesday. Yeah, I can't believe Tuesday. And, like, honestly. I'm like, going to go to bed, probably. Well, I mean, like, I, I heard about. I, I'll, let, me, let me just kind of explain the difference in my thought process here, right? So, The Last of Us Part 2 came out, and I was like, I want to play that game. That seems like a lot of fun. Ragnarok is coming out. I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. I'm really excited to play it. I haven't either, bro. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna preload that. I'm gonna try to play it as soon as I can and get through all of it as much as fast as I can. I was excited about as excited about this as I was about uh, Horizon Forbidden West. You know, and I still think Horizon Forbidden West is a very fun game. And a lot, of, it, it's not. I don't think it's game of the year over top of like Elden Ring, for instance. Yeah, I think it's a great game. Yeah. You know, you should play it. Yeah, everyone should play it. Like, yeah. yeah, no, no, seriously, everyone should play. It. Go play Horizon for real. It's a great game. And but. you know, maybe it's my my personal you know opinions here and stuff like that. But like, I'm just really excited for Ragnarok. As uh, someone that's like a like me, like seeing like I did like that whole champagne bottle. Like I didn't tell you this, but like when I was watching those reviews, like I, I was watching the premiere on my phone while I was like per, like. Uh, giving toast to like uh, character ACG because like shout out to a great review my guy because that review was going in just so mm-hmm. hard. I tweeted out to kind of fun to you like I tagged in like all four of the people in it and said like yo congratulations on him giving a baller review like you know like giving us a baller review and like they actually like liked it and were like thank you for watching or listening I'm like that's just like real real recognizes real you know. Not even real recognize is real, but it's just like a celebration for games coming out, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, this is what Cyberpunk should have been at launch. Yeah. This is what Cyberpunk should have been at launch. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It, it needed another fucking year in the oven. That's what it needed. Yeah. But I just, I'm not to like, I'm like, we start talking about like games. Like, can you really pull from games from like, storytelling inspiration and like you know I'm in this writer group and like game is art mm-hmm. like you can't sit there and tell me that it's not so yeah. whatever <laughs> anything can be art anything can be art you know and it's uh, it, it is foolish to say that video games are not art it, yeah and they are they're like a form of long form storytelling and interactive storytelling yeah. which is even it's more nuanced to pull off right it's, yeah it's a different medium than say books are or movies, yeah, right. They but you are, can still pull from it. You can still pull from it, and it's all art, right? It's yeah. all storytelling. Yeah, it's all of it. Um, sorry, just go off that spill. But mm-hmm. the, a tabletop game coming out, I will pre-orders. I will back it. We'll play it next year when it comes out. That'd be sweet. <laughs> um, show release comes out January thirteenth, I think. Hey, that'd be cool. H- HBO Max. Hey, we can get the mm-hmm. Metcalfs over here and they can watch that with us. There we go. <laughs> there we go. We got a new one. <laughs> we got a new one. Uh, Nibble Quits. That's a new one. That's crazy. Did you see that one? Nibble? I don't Nibble. remember what he does. Um, Prolific Game News Account. Account. Nibble has quit Twitter. Okay. One of the most prolific sources of video game news on Twitter has announced he's leaving the platform. And he launched the Patreon to help fund his Twitter posting, citing issues with his professional life. 
uh, things of that nature. But with I did see like a quote with uh, the fact that Elon Musk is just now taking over Twitter. He said like this like Twitter is is pretty much going downhill now. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if you saw that where uh, Elon Musk wants to start charging like eight dollar eight dollars per month for verification tweet like verified accounts, mm-hmm. which is what are you gonna do with it? Yeah, it looks like he put out a tweet saying that he was unable to create a reliable revenue stream. Uh, he was still happy to give it a shot, and he wanted to thank everybody. Uh, but yeah, so it looks like he's shutting down both his Twitter and his Patreon because I guess he just wasn't able to get to the critical mass that he needed to to sustain mm-hmm. itself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you hate to see it, but that's what happens, you know? Yeah, and then you said, like, what, Elon Musk being in charge now, it's like, well, there's no point in really being here anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know, the whole Elon Musk thing is kind of weird. But business is business. Um, long time coming. Phil Spencer says this since they've had a first-person party game, exclusive game. Is Sky is Starfield gonna be the first one in a long time? They just came out with Halo, though. Trying to think of. I mean, they they got Halo, right? And I, I guess maybe they're talking about, like, new IP, you know? Well, Starfield. Yeah, but it still didn't come out yet. But when it does, though... Yeah, it will be. Yeah, Starfield's going to be... Starfield's going to be a good game. If you like Fallout 4. <laughs> uh, this one probably going to drive you bonkers, though. The whole... Them losing money... Like a two up to two hundred dollars for every Xbox being sold. No, that sounds right. Really? That that's um, I, I you I've heard about that before. That the comp like PlayStation and Xbox have historically lost money on their console sales. Oh really? Yeah, because um, they have they try to meet a certain price, like market price, to get consumers to buy them. Because those consoles are gateways to, like, uh, they're like gateways to like a platform to like sell games on, right? And that's where they make all their money at is game sales. Okay. Because Sony and Microsoft get a cut of every game sale for their system. Um, So that's where they make all their money at. So they need to sell the consoles to have a platform to sell Games the actual on. games, yeah, for the devs and stuff. Dev yeah. kit. That's why when they pro- when they did the PlayStation, like show the dev kits and everything that they're going to be able to do, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. The technical, the technical side. Yeah, but yeah, that's a that's a. It's not news to me, you know. Yeah, because I mean? you already knew. Yeah, like, yeah you, you you've heard about it. I've heard about it before and for a long time. You know about Sony losing money on PlayStation consoles, but Xbox losing money on their consoles. Because they, they lose money up front on the console sales in order to create a platform to sell the games on where they make all their money. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's wild. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, um, I don't know that I've ever really got exact numbers like this, though. Apparently, or I guess more closer rough estimates, I guess. Uh, yeah. So it looks like they're losing $200 on every yeah. Series S and $100 on every Series X. Well, that's the thing, though. Who's really playing the S? 
Well, it's a it's more of an entry level system, you know. Well, apparently, I don't know if we talked about this, but like, Warner uh, Bros. Montreal says the reason why the graphics on Gotham Knights aren't great at all is because of the Series S. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? Well, it's probably because. It's because they have to make a game that'll run on both platforms. So they have to spend time tuning it to work on both platforms. And if you don't have the resources to tune it to work on both, you tune it to work on the shittier one. So that's what they did. is They cut corners and they're blaming it on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Which is wild. Oh, gosh. Because I agree. Like, I understand what they're saying. Like It, it takes more time to develop a game that runs on two platforms instead of one but also fucking just make it run on two platforms <laughs> yeah for real uh Hideo Kojima says that he's been approached with some ridiculous monetary offers from other companies to buy his studio Kojima Productions however he's been rejecting all of them I mean yeah <laughs> like listen like look this guy was what he he was part of uh konami konami right yeah, yeah. he's part of konami for ages and they finally did him dirty enough to where he said you know what fuck it i'm doing it solo now so now he went and made his own fucking you know development studio with blackjack and hookers uh you know as you do and uh made a pretty solid game and now everybody's like hey we want to buy your studio he's like no I just fucking went solo. I'm not going back. Oh, yeah, seriously. You go solo. <laughs> why would we go back? He's like, nah, fuck all y'all. We're going We're going bigger and better than ever. So <laughs> we're just going to keep riding this wave. And in all coolness, Kojima might be the Joe Rogan of freaking... <laughs> I, mean, I tell him, man, I, I'm <laughs> like, saying, um, you keep... And you just, just keep... keep and I mean that with out. all, like, coolness and everything that makes Kojima cool. Uh, he said we I are. Mean, he says we are indies. We are. We have no affiliations whatsoever. And are not backed by anyone and are on good terms with everybody in the industry. Ain't fucking doing his own damn. <laughs> I love it, dude. Is the fucking rock star of the damn <laughs> yeah. game development industry. Yeah. Okay? yeah. And like, all right, fucking go for it, dude. More power to you. It probably goes him than Todd Howard, right? Well, I mean, they, he did his first game, and it was a, it, it, it was, was that PlayStation exclusive? It was PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, and I thought it sold pretty well. I thought it did pretty well. Mm, I, if I played more of the story, I probably would have said the same thing. Mm-hmm. If I played more of it. I got through, like, chapter four or five. I'm like, all right, this is losing me. <laughs> and you were almost there, too. Huh? I said, you're almost there. How many chapters are there? Like, eight. Really? Yeah, but I think I think the last few aren't very long. <laughs> I okay, think, cool. I think uh, I think chapter four and five are like the meat and potatoes of the story. I thought chapter three was the meat and potatoes of the story. Chapter three is when you get to the open world, right? Yeah. Yeah, chapter three and then chapter four where it kind of gets you to the other side and then chapter five I think it still kind of does a bunch of stuff there. and I think like I think like seven and eight are you're like an hour a piece on. Oh gosh! Because they're like they're like the end game or something. What end game? You know, where you you deliver mail to people. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look this up. You deliver mail to God. Apparently. All right. In Death Stranding. Fourteen. I ain't fourteen chapters. What? I ain't fourteen. No, I be. <laughs> yes. 
14 chapters, not eight. You get, you get deliver mail, man. That's a, that's a, I'm not even halfway through the game. You get deliver a lot of mail. I'm done with you stuff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Sandman season two probably got announced. I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> apparently it costs a lot of fucking money to make it, which is why they were like, we don't know if we want to make a second season because it costs a lot of fucking money to make it. So we need to see how well it fucking did. Oh, I'm pretty sure with all the Netflix, uh, with that, and also uh, no game, Gaiman, Gaiman, sorry, Gaiman getting sales from the Sandman and selling mm-hmm. after the release, he's probably made enough. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. Well, let's just go ahead and get out of here because I know you got stuff to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, uh-huh, I got raids to do. I got raids to lead, bitch. I gotta go. Oh, yeah, dope. What ever happened to that? Hmm? Did you guys get that figured out, people? Uh, so we ended up making a new guild, and we're merging with another guild. And we've got basically everybody moved over, and we're going to be running groups on Tuesday, Thursday. So. No, just fine. Nothing wrong. Yeah, we just, we're doing it live. You're doing it live, bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, gosh. So, with that being said, Wakanda Forever this weekend. Are you going to go see it? Uh, is it this coming weekend, right? This coming weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to go see it. Yeah. I'm looking at a 6.30 showing. On Thursday. On Thursday. Yeah. I ain't going to be able to make it. You can't make it because of raid. You can't make it because of raid. I'm just letting you know if, you've, if that gets canceled or something. My try to go Friday or something. How can we? We got D and D. We're off Friday, so I can go at like noon. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'll take along with you again. All right. I will walk with you with you. Listen, we need to see Ironheart. We got to see Shuri. All right. Yeah. I mean, it needs snarky Shuri. Okay. Let's go. I'm pretty sure I'm going to see that movie two or three times. I'm fine with it. Um, we're off Friday. Shoot. I'm surprised Tuesday that the, I got to get my driver's license renewed because like never got changed to this address. But seeing I'm going on a plane, I probably need to get that changed. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I saw that and I was like, wait, they're open on Tuesday? Can we even get on a plane right now? Why? With driver's license? Yeah. I thought you had to get your like real ID thing. You know anything about that? Not yet. Not until May. Not until May. Yeah. Okay. I ain't going to do that. The, so the last time you went, ooh. oh, there, I just got something about my actual flight. So when you did fly, so we're just talking about shit. Can you use your? Did you use your driver's license the last time you fly? That's what, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. But yeah, not till May. We not till May to do all that. But I do need to do that too if I want to go out the country and shit too. Well, maybe you need to do that instead of go and get your driver's license renewed. I still need to get it renewed because I live here. I mean. Do you, you won't even need the driver's license anymore, right? If you get the real ID? What do you mean? I thought you only needed one or the other. I don't think you need both. Well, I need a new... But I live here. Just yeah. just saying, knock on wood. If I ever get pulled over, blah, blah, blah. License registration. That kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you give them the real ID. You get the real ID with the new address. And you don't have to fool with the driver's license, right? Just get my driver's license. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I, just, I don't think you're getting what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. But you can get it on your driver's license, that new real ID bullshit. You can get it on it. On the driver's license? Yeah, you can get it on it. 
You don't have to get like a separate like real ID no, no, thing. No, no, I thought that it. was a separate process, and it replaced your driver's license. No, you can get it on your driver's license. Okay. Yeah, but I'm not doing it. I'm just getting a basic driver's license. Okay. Whatever. Who cares? Okay. Um. Uh, Bunch of bullshit. Recommend a game. Beta three. Go play it. Great game. Recommend a game. Go play God of War two. We got a war 2018. <laughs> yeah, like get you some kind of war in there. Get yourself ready. Get yourself <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, you can get yourself oriented. You know, show of the week. I'm gonna say Dragon Prince. Dragon Prince came out. Cool. I gotta watch that show. So yeah, season uh, four came out. Been watching Bob's Burgers. I gotta pee right now. So let's wrap this up. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Love you guys. <laughs>